The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Masechet Rosh Hashanah has been sponsored by Mr. Soli and Cheryl Mizrahi. Hashem Alehem Yihyu for the Hatzlacha of both of their families, for Bezat Hashem, health, happiness, Rab continued success, and of course, uh, much nachat and uh, pleasure from their children. Hiratzon, in the zechut of their dedication to the Masechet Rosh Hashanah, they will be zocher for good judgment, they will be zocher for good beracha and mazal in all their endeavors. Amen. Daf Yud Gimal. Today's daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihinu Begin Eden Amen Today's daf is being studied Le'fuash Shelema Yafa Bat Sarah El Narefan Allah Betoch She'ar Chole Amo Yisrael Amen We begin today's daf On Yud Bet Amud Bet And we are ten lines From the bottom Starting from Tenan Hatam Tenanatam, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Hatiltan. Tiltan, that she explains it to be fenugreek. Mintebalin is a type of spice called fenugreek. Mishitismah, the Hayuv of Maaser, follows the year that it grew. But she says, "Mishetesmach achar shenat semichato mitaser velo achar shenat nekitato." It does not follow when it was picked. If you remember yesterday's daf, we learned that when it comes to yarak, when it comes to vegetables, the year or the chiyuv, I should say, of maaser comes bishat nekitato when it was plucked before Rosh Hashanah or after Rosh Hashanah. So now it comes along and says that by the tiltan. It goes when it grew. That's when the hayuf comes. When it comes to wheat, when it comes to olives, when they grow one third of their growth. That's considered growth. Now what does it mean when you say when it grows? What do you mean? That's a vague uh, terminology. So the Gebara says mm-hmm. When it grows, literally, for the seeds. Once the seed of the tiltan starts to grow within the actual tiltan itself, that's considered its growth. Meaning the hayuv ma'asir. So when the seed, the zera'ah, grows within it. Tosfur has a different interpretation. Tosfur understands when it's grown enough that you'd be able to pull it out of the ground and plant it somewhere else, and it will continue to grow. That's already it's self-sufficient, so to speak. And therefore, they learned that's the shiur of Mishit Asmach. HaTevu'ah v'zetim m'shevi'u shli'ish Yetami the Tevu'ah and Zetim The shiur is wa m'shevi'u shli'ish Mina ha'ne How do we know this from the Torah? That the Hayyub Ma'asir comes when they brought a third of their growth. Rashi Mina ha'ne Actually, let's read the uh, word before before that. At tivuah, dagan betirosh kiruim tivuah. So that she tells us that the grains as well as the uh, the grapes are all called 
תבואה, דכתיב כתבואת גורן וכתבואת יקב. So therefore you see the word תבואה is used by גורן ויקב. ואז זתים, יצהר, that would be oil. משיביאו שליש מתעשרין אחר שנה שיגיעו בו לשליש בשולם, עם שנייה, עם שלישית. So it's regarding מעשר, the year that it grew a שליש, that's considered the year of the מעשר cycle. Meaning, if it grew a שליש in the second year, you're giving מעשר שני. If it grew a שליש in the third year, you're giving מעשר עני. So therefore, the years of Ma'asir are dependent on which year did the uh, tree mature or the wheat mature to a third of its growth. Mm-hmm. Next Rashi, Mina Nemile, Atevuava Zetimkai, the Ma'asir didud de Oraita. The question of the Gibras on Tevuan Zetim, because the Ma'asir is indeed the Oraita. Ominalan, the Batash Shlish Azle. How do you say, how do you know you go after Shlish? The Ilu Yarak, when it comes to vegetables, the Azil Berabaram Batal Likita. You go after when it was picked. The ilan the azil batar hanata. The tree goes after when the tree started to bud. Maasir di do midrabanan. That's only midrabanan. These maasirs. Velo me baye behu minalam. We have to ask minalam because the rabbis can do whatever they want. Ul kaman mefanesh behu ta'mayu. The Gemara is going to explain later on why it chose yarak after the kita and ilan after hanata. Yarak meshum the guy zule kol shata. Vehadar Samah, it's because the uh, vegetables, they're constantly being picked. Yeah. All season long you pick the vegetables, and then they start to grow again. Vegadil al-Megeshamim shashnat nekitato. And they grow on the rainwater of the year that it was picked. Azil bebata lekita, so you have to do lekita. Ilan gadal al-Meshana shehanatba. Whereas a tree, it uh, grows on the waters. Uh, of the year that it blossomed. Which means the sraf, uh, that would be like the sap that was in the tree, uh, that causes the fruits to grow. So that year, right before the tree starts to blossom, the sap is created in the tree, then that starts the process. Then you go after the year of hanata. Because the slav constantly goes up into the fruit, and the fruit grows. So basically, that she's telling you, we didn't ask about Yarak. Yarak is a Sevarad, the later on, goes after Nikita. We didn't ask by tree. It's also with the Rabbanan, Maaseb by the fruit. And therefore, we didn't ask it because we have a Sevarad also, why it goes after when it, Halata, when it starts to, to emerge, the fruit, actually. Oh, so what's the Kabbalah's question? How do you know Minat Torah? Because that's wheat, is Minat Torah. How do you know that the Ma'asir year is determined by Shlish Giddulo? So Kabbalah's going to mean Pesukim. Amar of Aseh, Amar of Yohanan, Umatuba, Meshemed Rabbi Yosea Gilili, Amar Kera, Mekes Shevach Shanim, Bemo'ed Shenat HaShemitah, Behag HaSukot. Pesuk says at the end of seven years, במועד, על הלדי, שנת השמיטה, of the year of שמיטה, בחג הסוכות, על הלדי of סוכות. So now we're in the eighth year. It's after שמיטה, that's after Rosh Hashanah, right? No holiday of סוכות. So now the Gabriel's question is, שנת השמיטה, מה יעבדתה בחג הסוכות? שמיניתי. 
What are you talking? What does Shemitah got to do with the, the, the Hagas Sukkot? It's the eighth year already. And we know Shemitah and Rosh Hashanah. So what are you telling me? That there's some law that's going to apply in the eighth year of uh, Shemitah. What, what's, what, what's going on in Sukkot of the, of, the, of the eighth year? So the Gemara says, so that she says, My Avite, Lekrot, Hagas Sukkot, Shemesov, Shemar, Shemim, Shemata, Shemitah. And we're calling it Shata Shemitah. Hare Kevar Yatsa Shemitah Nerosh Hashanah. Uchvar Nechneset Sheminit. So the Gemara says, Ela no ma'alecha. Coming to teach you. Kol Tevu'ah Shevi'a Shlish Bashevi'it. Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Ata noheg bo menag Shevi'it Bashevi'it. So it's coming to give you the third rule. That any, any uh, wheat that grew a third of its growth in the seventh year, now, even though it's the eighth year, you have to treat it with Kiddushat, Shiv'id. Because growing a third is considered growth. Yeah. And therefore, the significant growth was done when? In the seventh year. It's Shemitah fruit now. Therefore, even though it's the eighth year now, you have to treat it with Kiddushat, Shiv'id. Right? It's considered seventh year produce. Baram Rashi. Yesh lecha davar shel Shiminit. There's an item that's an eighth year product, but it's asur because of shivit. Why? Now, the is going to ask later on, how do you know that we're referring to wheat that grew a shlish? Now, now we just know that sometimes the laws of shivitan, the seventh year, have uh, ramifications in the eighth year. But who told you the gabed, the deen of shlish? So the Gemara will say now. Vidilma lo ayil klal. Vikaama rahmana tishamit vitizil at hagasukot. Who told you? Maybe we're talking about where the wheat did not grow at all. Maybe we're talking about even less than a third of its growth. And still the Torah is telling you that you have to treat it with kiddushat, shivit, until hagasukot. Who told you that? Talking about a third, look at the top of the sheet. The dilma lo ayil klal. Ve'afidu lo etchilu litbashil bashivit. Even if they didn't even start to ripen in the seventh year. Ka'amar rahmana mitzvat shivit nimashich isurat hagasukot melachlosh v'leksor. Yeah, maybe the Torah is giving you a new hadushin. You should know, plowing and reaping is as soon until Sukkot of the eighth year. Where did you get this Hadush to tell me, no, it's Davka, the wheat that grew a shlish in the third year, has ramifications until the eighth year. Who told you? Maybe it's just talking about Stam. Shemitah extends until Sukkot. So comes the and says, yes. no, I would never think such a thing. Why? Because I have another pasuk. Ve'chag asif beset hashana. Okay, the Torah is talking about the holiday of Sukkot, so it calls this Hag asif, holiday of so we we'll call it harvesting. Asif when he harvests all his uh, gathers all his fruit from the field. Beset hashana. It's at the end of the year. So the Gemara says, my asif. What does it mean when the Torah calls the holiday of Sukkot Hag asif? If it's coming like the simple interpretation, the holiday that comes at the time of Asifa, the, t- the time of the harvesting, the time of the gathering. The Pasuk already tells us, 
at the time that you're gathering from the Gordon and the Yekev, which is we know already that it's talking about the harvest time. Why do you need two words? Why do you need Haga Asif? Isn't that redundant? Ela Mai Asif. And you know what the word Haga Asif means? Katsir. It's not talking about gathering. It's talking about reaping. We take the word Asif now and learn it as going on. Katsir. And what does it mean? The Kimu Rabbanan. And when the rabbis had a tradition, the Chon Tibuash Behag, any wheat that was reaped on Sukkot, you got to know. Whatever you're cutting on, on, on Sukkot, know that it had to reach a shlish of its growth before Rosh Hashanah. That's a fact. And it's called Tzet Hashanah as if it came from last year. Mitzet Hashanah, this is considered Shemitah. Haga Asif, Mitzet Hashanah. So therefore, learn like this. It's the holiday that when you cut wheat on that holiday, on Sukkot, no tradition that if it's being cut on Sukkot, it had to reach a third of its growth before Sukkot. That's during the Shemitah year. And that's what I was telling you, Mitzet Hashanah. That's tacked on to last year's product, and therefore has a deen of Shemitah. So therefore from this pasuk, clearly we understand what? That the Shlish is the uh, is the growth. And therefore go back to the last pasuk, when the last pasuk tells me, Ketz, Shevar Shanim, Beshtat Shemitah, we thought to see it. Maybe that's just telling me if it didn't grow at all. But it doesn't matter. Shemitah extends until Sukkot. No, 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 it can't be that. So therefore, from the fact that we have this pasuk, that's mashma, that there's a deen of a third, so we have to spend the last pasuk also, that when it says that Shemitah applies to Sukkot, it means when it grew a third. So it's really a combination of both these pasukim. And once I learned already the third rule, this pasuk, now I go back to the first pasuk, and says, B'mu'ayt haga Sukkot. Miket sheva shanim, it's not the exact word. So that must be talking about that Shemitah applies on Sukkot only on stuff that grew a third before. Now let's read that sheet. Let's read the fourth line. Maybe that's the name of Sukkot. Because it comes to the time of the Harvesting of the gathering. Mm-hmm. What do you got to write the same thing twice in one pasuk? Okay. The holiday that comes that when you're gathering the fruits from your fields. Asif Asher Atak Kotserbo, the gathering that you are going to reap, that you're going to cut on Sukkot, Eno Mishana Nichneset. You should know it's not considered eighth year goods. Ela Mishana Yotzet. Like it says, Betzet Ashana Lamedcha, Kan, Shekatsira Hag, Holech Achar Shana Sheavra. That the cutting of Sukkot, after Shemitah follows last year. The tradition is, 
בידוע שהביא השליש לפני ראש השנה. So that's how you know that the wheat is considered developed after it reaches a שליש of its growth. Good? Comes Gemara and says, Amalel Rabbi Yirmiyal Rabbi Zira. So the Yirmiyal now has a claim to Rabbi Zira. He says, Vikim Nehu Rabbanan Ben Shlish Lefachot Meshlish. Comes along and says, What do you think? Did the rabbis know? The rabbis were experts. They knew exactly when the wheat reaches a Shlish. That when it's before a Shlish, when the rabbis uh, had understanding when it comes to such a, a detail. Now she says, Maybe if it's, it's cut on Sukkot, maybe it means before Sukkot it reached a drop before Shlish. I mean, you took the borderlines over here. So the rabbis knew exactly Shlish, because if it's less than a Shlish, it's a whole different halakha. But they knew exactly it's at least a Shlish, and they noticed. Amar leh. So the Bizerah tells the Bidimiyah, Lav amina lecha. Didn't I tell you? Lo tafik nafshecha lebar melcheta. Which means, do not question the shi'urim of the hachamim. I tell you already once, the hachamim gave a shi'ur, it was with precision. They knew what they were talking about. Kol midot hachamim kenu. All the shi'urim of the rabbis are as such. For example, be'arba'im se'ah hutobel. In 40 se'ah, you go, that's a kosher megveh. Be'arba'im se'ah hasir kurtov, eno tovel. Forty say I'm missing a kurtov, a drop. The mikveh is pasul. Litbol. Bain. Kabesa metameh tumat ochlim. If you have food stuff that's the size of a kabesa, it can metameh other foods. The food stuff to transmit tumah to other foods has to be the size of a kabesa. So kabesa chaser sumsum. If you have a kabesa less the size of a sesame seed. It's subject to the Tumat Midras. That means if a Zav or an Ida sits on it or lies on it, it becomes Avatumah. But if it's three by three minus one thread or one hair's breadth, so he's trying to tell them, what is it? That, that, that's what Hachamim gave the Shi'udi. They gave it precise. They didn't say around. They gave a, a cutoff. So just like they gave a cutoff by the Megveh, by the Tum'at Ochlim, by the Tum'at Midras, their cutoff is what? When it comes to wheat, it's indeed a third. Which is everything is mitzumtzam. So comes the Gemara and says, now it just uh, as a source that she says, how do you know that the Shi'ud of Tumat Ochlim is Kabetza. So that she quotes you the Pasuk, it says, Mikola Ochil Asheri Achil. Now, eating food, the Gemara tells the Beta Bilia, the person's throat can fit in one shot how much Ochil? Should have a Kabetza. So the Mikola Ochil Asheri Achil, the food that's eaten in, the, in a person's mouth or a person's throat that can be swallowed at one time, that has the status of. To transmit to us. That's how they know the shoot is a kabitza. Comes the Gabbana and says, Amar of Yirmiya, 
Lav miltahi. He says, Lav miltahi de amre. Rashi says, Shekshet lubamar de kimlu de rabbanam ben shlish tavahot ben shlish de vaday kimlu. Now that wasn't my question. Of course, the rabbis knew. If they're telling you that it grows a shlish before, if, if it's cut on Sukkot, they do the shiurim. That's not what I was uh, bothered by. So what's the why? The ba'u which means eventually Ravimiyah conceded. Originally, I was questioning, hey, what's going on? Uh, did they do? So the Vizirah answered him. Later on, Hadar Rav Yirmiyah. Rav Yirmiyah came back and said, No, I'm not, uh, I'm not questioning uh, the Shi'urim of the Hakamim. They're telling you it's a Shlish before Sukkot. Uh, I don't know. How do, I, how do we know that uh, that's fact? The friends of Rav Kahana asked the colleagues in the Beit Midrash, they asked Rav Kahana. Omer shekrivu Yisrael b'knisatam la'aris mehechan hekribuhu. Okay, here's the question. We know that Jewish people entered Eretz Israel. Now, we know also that there's a Qurban Omer that's born on the second day of Pesach. Okay, that's the 16th of Nisan. And that Qurban Omer allows now the new crop of wheat to be eaten. So now when the Jewish people came into Eretz Israel, we know they ate the new crop. That means they had to bring Qurban Omer. So when they came in, from where did they bring the Qurban Omer? Let's see, what, let's see what the problems are. What's, what's, what's the question? So she gave out says, "Im tomar de'ayil biyad goy." Maybe they came in. There was wheat already in the fields, and they cut it on the sixteenth uh, of uh, Nisan. Come on, we talk about can't be. Ketzir dechem amar rahmana velo ketzir goy. The Torah says it's got to be your wheat. Ketzir dechem. And this wheat of it grew in the possession of a goy. So therefore, even though when you came into Israel, you said that you took possession of the land, doesn't matter. The wheat grew in possession of a goy. That's not considered wheat that's viable for cutting of the uh, the omer. That she says, Maybe it ripened before they got to the land. Which is once it becomes Ra'ui for cutting, it's called the Ksir. So since it became Ra'ui for cutting in the hand of a goy, that's not good for us. So the Gemara says, hold it. Who told you that they even brought the Omer at all? Dilma, lo Akribu. Maybe that first year, they didn't bring Korban Omer. Who told you? As if you're assuming, uh, I have a question. And they brought. Who says they brought? They had to bring the first year. They didn't bring, maybe. And they didn't eat uh, wheat also. We wouldn't think such a dichtiv. Which means they started to eat from the uh, fruit of the land, from the bounty of the land, the produce of the land, the day after Pesach. So what do you see? They only started eating from the produce after the second day of Pesach. Ma'ikara lo akhul. But before that, they didn't. Why? Because they didn't bring the mm-hmm. Omer. So you see what? They must have brought the Omer. The Omer was matir something. Because it says they ate from the produce after the second day of Pesach. So the Gebra says, the akribu Omer. They brought the Omer. Ve'adar akhleh. So we're back to the original question. Mehekan akribu. Where did they bring it from? <laughs> Amar lahen, so he said like this. Kol sheloi vishlish piyad goy. That was the answer. Nice. That they got it to Israel. So long as the wheat did not bring a shlish of its growth, piyad goy. When they came in, they took over the land. Mm-hmm. Now the wheat grew a shlish of its growth after they, after they already owned it. 
That's considered uh, theirs. So you see what? You see the shlishu. That the shlish is already considered growth. It's considered that ui lixida. So that's the explanation. They got in, it was uh, 2.9 uh, of, its, of its growth, let's say, before you get to a third, let's say. One right. Third. So right less than a third. When I came in, they it's took the land, it came a third. So the Gemara said, V'dilma ayil velo kimlehu. Who told you over here that it was a third? Maybe when they came into Eretz Israel, no, it was nothing. Maybe it was less than a third. Maybe it was, which means you're giving me the hadush over here that the third was the cutoff. They came in, it was right before a third, and they got to Eretz Israel. They owned the land. It got a third. Oh, that becomes uh, theirs. Who told you? Maybe when they came into Eretz Israel, it was nothing. And maybe it grew a little, and that becomes. Uh, who told you that the cutoff is a third? Dilma reading again. Ail velo kimleu. Look at Rashi. Vedilma ail velo kimleu. Maskanad de milted de Rabbi Miyahu. This is the end of Rabbi Miyahu's uh, uh, point. The isal kadak lo kimleu. Dilma ail biyad goy velo ava kimleu. Which means. How did, when they came into, which we say like this, I gotta go back. I go back. Well, she's explaining like this. When they came into Eretz Israel, you tell me, oh, it came a third in their possession. Mm. So the Gemara's question is like this: Vidilma Ayil Vilokim How did they know? How did they know exactly a third of growth? Maybe went more. Ela had to say what? The know. generation of the Midbar when they came into Eretz Israel, they knew. Which means, we're not going to say they weren't Becky. So, how do they know what's a third of the growth, what's not a third? But you have to say, they knew what they were talking about. So, just like you say the door of the Midbar, that one day is saying, they knew. So, to over here, we're going to have to say what? That the rabbis knew, and therefore they said, anything you cut on Sukkot, reach the third. Before the Shana, and they knew what the third was. They knew this uh, Shi'ul. The whole Rabbi Riyaz coming along and saying, I retract. Originally, I was questioning, what do you mean? Uh, anybody know about this stuff here? It's third, it's reach a third, not a third. So, you know what? I concede. They knew. How do I know they knew? Because when what, what did they bring the Omer? And they just said, didn't they have to bring the Omer that year when they got in? And don't tell me they didn't bring the Omer. Because who clearly says that after the second day of Sukkot, they started eating from the Prados. So, they had to bring an Omer. Yeah. And it had to be theirs at the time of the Ketzirah. And it had to be this a certain growth. It had to be at least a third of its growth. So when they came into Eretz Yisrael, mm-hmm. right, they took possession, and it became a third of its growth in their in their uh, in their possession. How did they know? How did they know what a third was? They know. And they have to say, keep the, they knew. So just like they knew, they also know about this uh, subject of a third. So that's the bottom mm-hmm. of the. That's the end of the proof of Rav Kana. Good mm-hmm. now. The still questions. Gemara says. It is the question that I told you before. The Dilma Lo Ayil Klal. Who told you? Maybe when they came into Eretz Yisrael, there was no growth at all. It wasn't right before a third. Maybe it was less than a third, less than a, a fourth, less than a sixth. It was very small growth. Abal Hechad Ayil Right, but maybe what? Once it grew a quarter of its growth, that was already considered its uh, shi'ud. Which is, who told you the cut was a third? Mm-hmm. If you tell me they came in, it's just like, it was right before a third, and then it matured to a third of its growth, and they made kitsira. Who told you? Maybe I'll tell you they came into Israel, it was practically nothing. And what? When it reached a fourth of its growth, 
which is less than a. Uh, that's already considered the majority, and that's what it uh, goes. So, where'd you get the, the, the third? The Gemara says this. Ben Shlish Lefachot Meshlish Lokim Dehu Losal Kadatach. I would not. Uh, I would not think that. Why? Dechtiv, because the pasuk says, Ve'aham Alu Mina Yarden Be'asul Lachodesh. They came into the land on the tenth of the month of Nisan. That's when they entered. The Isal Kadatach Lelo Ayil Klal. And if you're going to tell me what that there was no growth. In five days, did it grow enough? Were you able to cut it? Because when do you cut it? On the 16th. So you're telling me they came in on the 10th. So you have six days to consider that Omer. So you tell me when they came in, it was nothing. It was uh, less than the 4th. Mm. Oh, it can grow so fast? From uh, the 10th of Nisan until uh, the 16th, five days, it matured so much? Ela, my, what do you have to say? De'ayil riva'ah. So you want to tell me now, when they came in, it was not uh, zero. It was either a fourth of its growth, or it was a sixth of its growth. Which means when they came in, it was uh, it had a certain amount of growth. Akati, still. Still. In five days, can it grow? No matter what, you, what are you going to tell me? Right? We're at the beginning stage of the, of the, of the wheat. Do you want to tell me it was less than a third, less than a fourth? In five, in five days, it's not going to be ready to cut it, no matter what the shield is. So you know what you have to say? Elamai itach lememar. So what do you have to say? It was a miracle. The land of Israel is called Eretzevi. It's the land of the deer. Just like the deer is swift and fast, so do the growth of Eretz Israel is also swift. And therefore it grows. Ketiva. So I'll say the same thing as well that she says on this. It's like the Tzvi is fast and swift, right, with all the animals. It's fast to produce its, uh, its fruit more than any. And therefore I can tell you really, it was less than a shlish when I got there. So, grow. You want to tell me it was really, you want to tell me it was really nothing? That was your question, right? Maybe it was nothing. Tell me, I got to be nothing, right? You're going to have a, 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 a growth. In five days? You have to say that. Because we're going to say that what? Eretz Israel is considered miraculous. And since it's considered miraculous, it's Eretz Sevi. So therefore, at this point, it seems to like Gabriel is saying, it really was not necessarily a shlish. Which means it could have been even much less. And the miracle was, Eretz Sevi grew in a record time in five days. So now we're back to a question. How do you know? That? How do you know that the that the yeah? We got back to the question of the shlish. So you're telling me that it has to be they knew how a shlish worked. How do you know uh, when they came into Israel? Who told you that it was, that, that, that that was the cutoff point when they came into Israel? Shlish. Uh, well, what do you want to tell me? Maybe it was less. What do you mean? Maybe it's not going to be less. Uh, did it, could it grow in five days? It could grow in five days, and therefore um, could be it started off much less and it reached less of a shiur. And they cut it uh, on the sixth day and uh, finished. Mm-hmm. So we're really questioning now, how did the rabbis really know this deen of the third? third. So comes the Gemara and says... Right, so now we, the rabbis really do not have expertise now. So the Vidibi, yeah, he questioned the rabbis. How do they know? Then the time we said, the Vidibi retracted, he said, you know what, they know. Because they told me. 
So it must be it was before a shlish when they came in. They saw a shlish. How did they know what a shlish was? Yeah, they must have known exactly what the growth was. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara who told you? Maybe when they entered, they said it didn't grow at all. And don't tell me you have a problem. How did it didn't grow at all? And then all of a sudden, in, um, in five days, it was, it was cuttable. I'll tell you, it was Eretz Sevi. Oh, so now we're back. How does the rabbis know the bikiut of the shlish? So comes the Gemara and says, Matkif la Rabbi Hanina. Going back to the pasuk that we brought. Remember we wrote a pasuk? We wrote a pasuk that's Haga Asif. What was the Haga Asif pasuk? We said it was extra. Because already it tells me Be'ospecha. So we know we're talking about the holiday of gathering. Be'ospecha. What does it tell me Haga Asif? So Haga Asif must be talking about cutting. Which means anything that you cut on Sukkot, know it's Besitta Shana. Know that it came from last year. And by last year already you had to reach a Shlish of his God. If you're cutting it now already on... Sukkot. Sukkot. Okay? Mm-hmm. So comes the Gavran says, Is it possible to tell me that the word katsir, the word asif in this passage is referring to katsir, meaning it's an extra word? Why? From the passage that says, when you gather, what do we learn in Masakat Sukkot? We learned what type of items are kosher peschach. Solid gorin v'yekev. That's the uh, refuge, refuse. Refuse. Yeah, that's the leftovers. We'll call it. or the the part that's not uh, so fit. Let's say for uh, like the straw and the hay, right? That's called solid gorin v'yekev. The solid of the gorin is like the straw and the hay, not the wheat itself. The wheat itself is not solid. Wheat itself is the edible part. The solid that's like the tail of the wheat. That's the solid good in the Yekim out of the grapes. That's like the twigs on the grapes. They're that we for schach. So therefore, what's the Gemara trying to say? The Gemara is trying to say it's not extra, which means from the word the ospecha we have a derasha. The ospecha migodnecha migbecha. That's teaching me what the din of schach. And Haga Asif teaches me the when you are gathering. Your old premise was extra. This is Haga Asif ospecha. Well, Hagasif already tells me uh, what? I know Be'os Pechat, talking about when, and the holiday of gathering. So Hagasif must be telling me the holiday that you are reaping. You, you reap on Sukkot, grew already, but from before. Oh, Be'os Pechat is not extra. Be'os Pechat already, we have a dirasha on it. To tell me what? To tell me that you're allowed to use the psalit gorin v'yekev, v'schach. Look at uh, Rashi. Uh, second line, v'amar mor. Actually, look at the Mimatzit, a little before that. Mimatzit, Amat Tehai Asif Katsir, Tekamat Tehai Asif Yetera. You tell me the word Hag Asif is extra? Limidreshe, Lashon Katsiru? Ba'aketi, Ba'alma, it says, Be'ospecha, Megonecha, Megbecha, Ba'amar Mor, Shelamidcha, Katu, what does the Pasu teach me? La'asot Schach, Shel Sukkah, Be'fsolet, Goren, Ve'yekim, Kigod, Kashim, Mismorot. They were like the, uh, the uh, straw, and the tw- the, the twigs. Tavash, Shelo, Mekabel, Tum'ah, Something that's not mekabel tumah, obviously not a food stuff. To get the lomadas that grows from the ground. The haga asif. Now why is the kirashi? This that it says in the Torah haga asif. Named the kamat yitirau mishum dichtiv gabe beospechat maasek alav yitirau. Ela zeu shema hag. 
Well, it says Haga Asif. That's really the name. Rabbi Hashem, Shasuka Misukechet Befsolet Gordon Veyekev. You see when it says Haga Asif, the holiday that you use Chach. From? From Psalm Gordon Veyekev. That was the drash of a pasuk that says Beospecha Mekoneka Meikvecha. Which is, we had a question, well, you have to tell me it's Haggai Asif, this is Bosmecha. No, it's not telling us, it's a holiday of uh, a gathering. We know that, you're right, Bosmecha. Haggai Asif teaches me it's the holiday that you could use Psalm Gordon Veyekev for Schach. Where, where do you get that from? Haggai Asif. Because we've got another puzzle that says, Beospecha Megonecha Umeigmecha. And from there we learn it's okay. So it's called Haggai Asif. Based on the Dera So therefore, bottom line, it's not extra. So look at that sheet. It's as if it says, mm-hmm. It's as if it says, Behaga Sukkot Beset Hashana, Beospecha Maasecha, Bezman Chedem Osef El Abayit, Tivuah Shemasadot. Yeah, which means it's coming to tell you the, uh, the pasuk over here that what? That Tchaga uh, Sukkot Beset Hashana, the end of the year of the. Harvesting. Right. When you bring it to your house, to Good. That's the, the reaping. Yeah, the reaping. Yeah, the, the, the gathering. Collecting. So, bottom line, the Gemara is back to a question. The Gemara started like this: Wheat goes after a third. The year that it grows, matures a third, that's the year of Maaser. If it's the second year, it's Maaser Shemi. If it's the third year, it's Maaser Hani. So the Gemara said, Where you get this from? What do you mean? We have a pasuk by Sukkot. It says Haga Asif. And it says what? Be'ospecha. So obviously Be'ospecha teaches me in the, in, the, in the time of year that you're gathering. So what does Haga Asif come to tell me? Asif must mean Kasir. Cutting. The wheat that you cut on Sukkot, tradition. Fact that it had to matured the year before, before Rosh Hashanah, and therefore it's coming to the Bitzet Hashanah, it's uh-huh. considered last year's goods, and now we understand the other Pasuk, that said that what? <laughs> that on Sukkot, there's laws of Shemitah. The first Pasuk that the Gemara brought, now would bet. Right? B'mu'ek haga sukkot. B'mu'ek shnata shemitah haga sukkot. What do you mean? I can show sukkot be shnata shemitah. It's the eighth year. Oh, must be talking about that type of wheat that already matured in the sixth year. So now in the seventh, I'm sorry, in the seventh year. So the eighth year on sukkot is considered shemitah still. Good. So that's given us Stop. Who told you that the word haga asif is actually extra? Maybe Haggai Asif is telling me another deen. The holiday that you use Psalmet Goren Ve'yekev for Shkach. Like the Gemara was Doresh. So now we're back to the question, how do you know the third rule? So the Gemara says, for all that, Amar Bzera, Hamilta Hava Biyadan. The Bzera says, we thought we had the source in our hands. Ve'atar Bihanina, until the Hainah came along, Shada be Narga. And he threw a axe into our Dirasha. Which until this point we were going with the Hagasif Dirasha. Until the Hainah came along, he axed it, he destroyed it. Ela Amin Alan. So where do we know this from? Sakinatanya, Rabbi Yunatan bin Yosef Omer. We have a Pasuk. Be'asita eta tevua nishlosha shanim. Remember the context of this Pasuk? This is talking about in the sixth year of Shemitah. 
that the people are going to ask, hey, what are we going to eat? eat? Which means next year we're not working, right? We're not, we're not, we're not working in the seventh year. So they're going to come along and they're going to panic. So don't worry. Which simply means that in the sixth year you're going to get three years worth of goods. You get six year product, seventh year product, and eighth year product. So also you need eighth year product because you didn't plant in the seventh. Seven. That's the simple interpretation of the pasuk. But look at the bottom Nashi. Ve'asita et atibu'ah l'shkot shashanim Al tekle l'shalosh ela l'shalish Kemela makes a derasha shalish She'asta kishji'i b'shlish b'shulah And let's read that inside the Gemara Al tekle l'shalosh ela l'shlish Which means they're coming along and saying That when is the wheat of the sixth year Considered, finished, that it's sixth year product When it reaches a shlish And therefore even if it now now continues to grow in the seventh year, it's sixty year product. Because oh, you have to know that. Right, you have to know that. Which is Vasit the word in the Pasuk is Vaasta. The Tibu'ah of the sixth year to consider it sixty year goods, Lishlish. It's gotta be what? Reach a shlish in the sixth year. Mm-hmm. Then already, I don't care if it continues right. to grow in more in the seventh year. Because the shlish is the cut of point, the sixth year produce, if we have no law of Shemitah. Beautiful, so now we have a source Good. that the third is the cut off point. Comes again what on says. Wait, you need it for itself. Don't you need it for the fact that you're just going to produce three years of goods? That was the Gemara's question. Yeah. If you're not going to have the, the Torah's question. And what if a person's going to say, I have no food? Mm-hmm. So Torah says, don't worry, you're going to get three years of uh, product in the, in the sixth year. So you need it for its own Dirash. How can you go start now Dureshing it? Al Tikrish, Shalosh, Elah Shalish. Right, you need it for itself. Gemara says, Ketayif, Kera'a Harina. If that's your issue, I have another Pasuk. What is the Pasuk? It was Laaten. את השנה השמינית ואכלתם מן התבואה ישן עד השנה התשיעית The Pasuk clearly says you're going to eat from the old product until the ninth year So what does that imply? That you're going to have product from the sixth, from the seventh, from the eighth So I got a Pasuk already answering uh, how am I going to eat in the, uh, in the uh, subsequent years of the seventh and the eighth So that's the way you can eat old stuff until the ninth year So therefore this Pasuk is extra And it tells me a third Comes the Gemara and says Okay, we have a Mishnah. Now we're going to discuss different items, exactly when it becomes its uh, cut-off point for Ma'asir. Like it's finished. Yeah, when it's considered finished for Ma'asir. We start off Oris. Oris would be rice. rice. Dohan, that we explain as millet, also type of grain. They have Firagin. Hey. What was that called? Poppy. poppy. Okay, poppy seeds. Oh, poppy. They Shumshemin. Shumshemin would be Sesame. Sesame. Now, sheshrishu lefnei Rosh Hashanah, these items you go for when they took root. So, so we, uh, it's very important because a lot of different species go with a different uh, schedule. Vegetables, when you pick them. Uh, we said you have uh, trees, why after the hanata? After it becomes, uh, emerges, the fruit emerges. When it comes to wheat, you're telling me after it becomes the growth of a shlish. So you have a lot of different, uh, cal- cal- now we tell you a new item. When it comes to these type of grains, rice, uh, millet, poppy, and, uh, and sesame, 
that goes when they took root in the ground. So the Gemara says, Shishlish mufnei Rosh Hashanah. Let's say they took root before Rosh Hashanah, mitasin l'shavat. So they go maaser on last year's count. Umutarin b'shivit. Okay, and if the next year is shemitah, no problem because they took root in the non-shemitah year. The imlav, and if not, meaning they took root after Rosh Hashanah, asurin b'shivit. Obviously, they become asur because of shemitah. Umitasin l'shana ba'ah. Right, and they go according to the maaser of the coming year, not the shemitah. Meaning in a regular year, if, it's, if it roots after Rosh Hashanah, let's say oh. that, that that year is the third year of the Shemitah, so you can take Ma'asad, Ani. So therefore it follows the Hashrashah. Let's read Rashi. Top line. Ha'oriz ve'adochen mineh pitniyotin. Dochan miliu. Okay, millet. Fergin maku bela'az. Mitasidin l'sha'avar. Bema'asrot shana sha'avra. Im shiniyah ma'asad shini. Vim shilishit. Masir Ani. Well, whatever year it rooted, if it's the second, it's Masir Shani. If it's the third, it's Masir Ani. Umutarim b'shvi'it. Imishlishu erev shvi'it of Rosh Hashanah. Very good. If it rooted before the seventh year, before Rosh Hashanah, so it's sixty-year goods, no problem. Umitasin l'shana ba'a b'shnat l'kitatan. Imishar shenis shavua ish ena shvi'it. Exactly. Which means, if it's a non-shmitah year and it rooted after Rosh Hashanah, so now you pick it, but. It doesn't go after the picking. Since it rooted after Rosh Hashanah, obviously the picking is the same year, but the point is, you go after that year for guarding the Maaseh. It goes after the year of rooting. Okay. Comes the Gemara and says, Amurabbanan. The rabbis said, Ilan Batar Hanata. When it comes to trees, it goes after when the fruit emerges. Tivu'avizetim Batar Shirish. When it comes to Tivuan Zetim, we go after a third of its growth. Yarak Batar Likita. So we have all the classifications now. Mm-hmm. Now you throw in a new item. Hane Keman Shavinu Rabbanan. Which is the rabbis. Which classification they put rice and millet? Which is already we, we have a list of different options. Your options is either Shat Likita, Bishat Hanata, or Bishat Shlish. Where the rabbis now come up with this new item? When it comes to wheat, I mean rice and all those items, hashrasha. What's that classification? So comes the Gemara and says, "Why did they choose hashrasha? What was their logic to choose hashrasha for these items?" Hadar Amar Raba, after Raba answered and said, "Mitok she'asuin parchin parchin azler banan batar hashrasha." Since these items are usually picked a little at a time, you don't pick a lot of it at a time. Parchin, parchin means like me'at, me'at, a little at a time. So therefore they follow the hashrasha. Why? What's the, what was that going to do with hashrasha? So look at Rashi. Metoch she'asuin, parchin, parchin, metoch she'gornan asui me'at, me'at, the piles of this stuff, make small piles. You, you, you collect a little at a time. She'en del katim ke'ehad. It's not like there's a season where you reap exactly all in one shot. Remember in Masech Metzah B'Farchin, you know when you take the uh, uh, the item, like the wheat kernel, mm. and you put it between your fingers, and you make yes. Farchin, you molel it. So that's why it refers to these items as B'Farchin. 
you you uh, you break them a little at a time because they come in like a little husk. So you have to be mifarek. So it's called the mifarekin me'at ul mahar me'at. Now the nimsu hadash fi yashan mi'uravim yachad. And the frachin the fnei rosh hashana. I mean the frachin the chal rosh hashana. If orchin b'hen achal de kita kishar yarak kishiem mafish masirota vavidem maasim na hadash ala yashan mani yashan la hadash. She's a gemara said like this. The rabbis were concerned that you shouldn't have a problem. What's the problem? If you're going to go after the kita, so you, you have a little stuff that you took before Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> now you have stuff that you took after Rosh Hashanah. Which now it's going to get mixed up. Mm-hmm. Now we're worried, what's going to you're going to end up taking from the old on the new, or the new on the old. It's not like a regular product where you do the whole thing in one shot. So you don't have hadash and yashan issues. So that, but tell the kita. Once you, you, you pluck it from the field, that's it, that's your ma'asir. It's like an that an item you did once before and ever, it's not going to be so, so problematic. Here, the derech of these items is, you take a little, uh, little tomorrow, a little the next day. Now, you took a little before Rosh Hashanah, now you took a little after Rosh Hashanah, now it's going to happen. It's going to get mixed up. And we know the rule is, you're not allowed to take ma'aseh from last year's goods on the new year's goods, on the new year's goods from last year's goods. So you know what the rabbi said? We got, we got to make, a, 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 make it easy for the people. And therefore, what they say, go after? Hashlasha. And therefore, she says, Adiburatara Shlasha. Shibishna Ahat Misharishit Kodasadet. When it comes to rooting, the whole field roots the same time. The same time. Bevatahat. Zorinotan. Right? When they plant it, it's all the same time. Umasir Pirota Elam Kitnyot Vierak with the banana. The Yechonot Biatakin, the Bosman, the Fidatam, the Kodahat Vierat. That she just says, all these items are the banana. So the rabbis are able to. Decide arbitrarily. This item's going after the kita. This item's going after shlasha. Right. So the rabbis, so the rabbis could decide uh, whatever they want. The Torah says shlish. I guess I don't have to the rabbis. They should just bother. We every item has a different uh, shiur. Yeah, the rabbis are the kovei. The whole thing is rabbanan. So now we understand why you go after shlasha because you're worried about the mixing factor, right. and therefore yeah. you might end up taking maaseh from last year on this year's goods, etc. Comes the Gemara and says. Amar le Abaye. So Abaye has an answer to this question. The Yitzbor Gurno le Tocho, the Nimsa Tore Mina Hadashevo, Ala Hadashevo, Mina Yashan Shebo, Ala Yashan Shebo. Which means very simple. Mix it all together. Go after the Kita. Whatever you took before, whatever you took after, you don't know what's before, what's after. Doesn't matter. Put it all in one pile and mix it. Stick your hand in the middle of the pile, and now when you're going to take out, you're definitely taking out some old stuff and some new stuff. So you say like this: the old stuff is maaser for the old stuff, and the new stuff is the maaser for the new stuff. Which is what are you worried about? There's a way to solve this problem. You don't have to make a new shiur and say because we're worried the stuff before, the stuff after. No problem, make you know what? Make a tar of it. Right. Whatever you have now, it's after Rosh Hashanah, so you don't know, there's some stuff before, some stuff after, you're going to end up making a mistake, it's going to... Mix it all up. Mix it all up. Stick your hand in the Make a pile. Put your hand in the middle of it, and take out. And I'll say what? There's some new and old in your, in your hand now, from the Maaseh. I'll say the new stuff in your hand is for the new stuff, and the old stuff is for the old stuff. Look at Rashi. The Yitzbor Gorno Letocho. Mm-hmm. What do I care if new and old is mixed? That was your problem, right? right. Oh, I'm worried new and old is going to be mixed. Now you're going to end up taking mm-hmm. from the new and the old, the old and the new. Why, why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. Go to the middle of the pile. Right, where everything is mixed. Nicely. Nicely. 
ונמסק שיתרום ויעשה לי מן החדש ומעשה לפי מה שיש חדש בגורן ומן הישן לפי מה שיש ישן. Now how do you know you could do such a thing? מי לא תניא? Didn't we learn? רבי יוסף בן חיפר אמר משום רבי שמעון שזורי פול המסרי. Right? So that she says that's a type of kitniot, that's a type of legume. He calls it fazuli, like fazuli, like the bean. ודרכן לזורען לירק. Now sometimes they would plant this bean to be eaten as a vegetable. Or sometimes they were planted as to eat it as a, when it's still a legume, when it's still a seed. Mm. So it depends on what the covenant was. Now, if they were planting it for the vegetable of it, and then it follows the vegetable. What's the vegetable law? After the kita. But if they did it to eat its seed, Good, then it goes after the rooting. Now, we're talking about a bean, full of misli, and you're coming out, the guy was for zera, for the eating at the, the seed of it. Okay, good. And what happened? Part of the product rooted before Rosh Hashanah, and part after. Now, give us a full of misli, shizra'od zera. So, if it goes after shlasha, mixat shlish after Rosh Hashanah, or mixat shlish, so you have to be careful because this is old stuff and new stuff right before is one season is a different season you can't take from the new stuff on the old stuff the old one the new stuff what should he do so mix it up mix both piles up now and stick your head in the middle so therefore, what do you mean? Mr. Rabbi Shazuri gives you the option of what? Mixture. Of mixture. So therefore, say the same thing by the case of the uh, uh, the, the, the rice. You're telling me, no, we got to make a new law with Hashrashan. Uh, Don't go with Hashrashan. Just uh, go after Nikita. You're right. You take a little before, a little after. I'm not worried. Mix them all up. Stick your hand in and... Oh, you're gonna take good. You're gonna take old and new in your hand. I say the new in your hand is for the new. The old in your hand is for the old. Right. So the Gemara concludes and says, "Amar de Rabbi Shimon Chizuri Kamart." But that's who you're quoting me. Rabbi Shimon Chizuri Sabar Yesh Bila. Rabbi Shimon holds Yesh Bila. Literally, there is mixture. The Rabbanan Savri and Bila. But the Rabbis hold there is no blending. There is no mixture. Yesh Bila. Rashi. Yesh the smoke ala bila. We can rely on the blend. Lomar sheyesh mishneim betoka maasil fi ashbon. Because really, you're taking a risk here. You have to say that when you took with your hand the maasil, there's old and new, and there's the enough shiur of the old for the old, and there's enough shiur in that mixture for the new for the new. Yeah. Oh, who says? By the way, which is this is all uh, probably exactly. It's not definite. Yeah. So that's the concept called yesh bila. Yesh bila means when something is mixed, you can assume you're getting from both and you're getting the right shiur. Now, next Rashi, and bila, but the rabbi said there's no bila. Maybe they didn't mix good. Or maybe the majority you took this old stuff. And, and therefore you didn't cover the new, or the new and you didn't cover the old. So therefore the Gemara is basically trying to say, Hey, you tell me you go after Hashrasha when it comes to these items. Why? Because it goes me'ap uh, me'ap, but you take a little at a time. So the Gemara says, what should I do that for? Why don't you just rely on Bila? Don't we have Rabbi Shalom Shizuri? That says you can rely on Bila? 
Because says, of course, that's the Bishra Mitzvah, and don't that's go with Bilah. Therefore, it's not going to be an issue to mix it up together and just take. So then what do you have to do? The rabbis made a solution, Hashanah So therefore, all these goods, I don't care when you picked it. I don't care if you picked it before Rosh Hashanah or after Rosh Hashanah. It all rooted before Rosh Hashanah, right. in one right. season. Therefore, no matter even if it's mixed, it's all considered Yashan, or it's all considered Hadash, because it all, all goes according to one season. And that's why the Hakami made that Shi'ur. I mean,